Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Deneen Williams, the owner of DW Consulting Agency, and is a, as I juggle my words there, certified control and risk management professional, financial freedom advisor, tax professional, consultant, and public speaker. Hey, Deneen, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, I'm so excited to be here and I appreciate the opportunity for people to learn more about me. Awesome. So I'm excited. (laughs) Let's let's go and do this. So where's your business? Where is it today? What state is it in? And what kind of people do you love to work with? Well, my business is kind of in the infancy uh, stage. I would say it's in a relaunch. Okay, so I've had my business for over 17 years, but I've just stepped out on faith um, this year um, and started doing it full time. So um, it is still in the emphasis stage because um, there's a lot of restructuring and and exciting things going on and trying to balance everything. Mm. Um, As far as who I love to talk with, I love talking to new entrepreneurs um, millennials have been like the best clients um, because they're hungry. They want to know how to do it right. They are not tainted by things that people have told them or, you know, old structures. And um, it's exciting for me to teach them to um, be that sounding voice for them. So mm. I am really excited about that. Beautiful. love that. I, beautiful way to say it, your hunger. You love working with yes. people who are hungry to do it right because you have this wealth of experience, especially around the, the financial aspect of a business, which is kind of the point for any business. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So, and that's so important and maybe something that's maybe kind of overlooked to the, with the details that you need to help people with. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The details, even myself, I would say, um, you know, thinking about stepping out of corporate America, I did not think about my life insurance. I've been with the company that I was with for 23 years. So I've always had life insurance. I've, you know, always, you know, um, invested in 401k and, and things like that. And, you know, thinking about my retirement fund. So, Um, I would, you know, there's a lot of life experiences that I've went through and I'm like, okay, so how do I get life insurance? What am I going to do about my retirement? What am I going to do about different things like that, that was not originally factored in 
when I decided to do this move. So thank God that it's been great, but I'd like to share those experiences with other people so they can look at all of that in a holistic manner and decide, okay, what do I need to do first? What's most important for me and my family? Thank God I'm, I'm single and I don't have any kids, so I don't have to worry about someone else besides myself eating, you know, but, but it's it's still a massive step. So from yes. your perspective helping people to see all these different aspects it's like just everything you just said there in like 30 seconds might be filling someone with dread they're like holy shit i need to think about all this stuff i i might just i might stay where i am i think no. i think i'm good this no. this is the fear of the unknown and you're like that's ah, no. it's easy no I've, I've got you i've got you relax we got you there's so many tools out here like mark what you guys do right so it's invaluable because you have people that can then can get those resources because we've had the experience of going through it ourselves right i like to say i've been through it i'm walking through the valley with you but i tell you being a solo entrepreneur and not having to that clock, not having to ask someone when I want to take a vacation, not saying today, you know what, I have some things I want to do in the morning. I'm going to get that done. I'm going to plan my day and I'm still going to make money, right? I'm still going to make my goals that I had today. And it's just a wonderful experience. I would, I, I wouldn't trade, don't be scared because I wouldn't trade it for the world. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> um, one thing you, one word you started with faith, the faith. <sighs> You, you took a massive step from, from corporate America, as so many people do, to into the world of, okay, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to create the life and actually help the people that I want to help. So faith, what was it for you that allowed you to overcome that first hurdle, which was actually taking that step? Well, to be honest, it was a personal journey because my brother has owned his company for over 20 something years, he was a truck driver. He had a massive heart attack behind the wheel of the 18 wheeler when he was driving it. Thank God no one got hurt. But at 50, he's going to be in a home for the rest of his life. And I thought about myself as um, working for somebody. Life goes on, right? The, The bills keep on going, things keep on happening. And I was just so stressed Mm. That I couldn't do anything but rely on faith. And to me, God told me, well, you have resources. Why don't you tap into those resources, right? So now I can go see him in Michigan. I'm in Texas. I can go up there, see him, make sure he's good. I can still run my business. I can still run my business remote. My clients are, Mm. you know, satisfied. So it was just like, you have the resources. It's so many of us as entrepreneurs, we have things that we dreamed of doing or ideas that we want to publish or do. And it's just like, maybe not. Life is too short. COVID showed us that, right? COVID shut the world down and told us to think about what's most important. And what's most important for me was my faith and having work-life balance. Beautiful. So, yeah. I love that. With that, you you can't go wrong. You can still mm-hmm. be stressed. You can still be fried and overwhelmed and wonder and question. Because as an entrepreneur, you must be there as well. It's that it's, it's hard. It is tough and it questions yourself to your very core on this journey. So over these, these, this initial time for you in your business, what are the questions that you've, you've had to overcome or that you've posed to yourself through, through your experience? 
You know what? I I would say the main thing that I have to overcome is kind of like with my grace model that we created was adapting a mindset of abundance, right? Sometimes we're our, our worst enemy we're a worse enemy. Like there's times where I want to just lay in the bed and, you know, I, oh, I can clock in, you know, I can do this later on, but it's adopting the mindset of I can do this, right? You can do it. You can push through. And for me, I feel like the money will come if I treat the clients right. If I give you the best version of me, the most honest version of me, it has been proven time and time again, right? So if you give your best version of yourself, everything else will fall into play. So that what I have to fight, my biggest person is me. The man in the mirror is my biggest hurdle that I have to deal with is what I'm gonna do first in the day. And you know, when, when from corporate America, it was so structured, right? So now you have to rely on yourself as a single entrepreneur, solo entrepreneur to motivate yourself, to give yourself goals, to, you know, so you fight yourself a lot with self-doubt, you know, or can I do this? Am I going to, but give yourself grace to say, my first year in business is not going to be like the six figures I was making before. And I'm okay with that, right? Just let it grow. Make sure you have solid goals and Look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, shit, I can do this. Shit, I built someone I else's. Yes, I built. Oh, I'm a cussing Christian. Let me let me put that out there. I'm a cussing oh, Christian. You, so. you be yourself on this show. You, you be the person you want to be. Absolutely. Uh, oh, OK. So that's. <laughs> Sometimes I have to look myself in the mirror and say, girl, get your ass up. It's OK. You can do this. It's going to be and OK. This is the journey because you have, have gone yeah. from it's we're chatting offline and it's, it's about being it's the identity that we all have. Yeah. And you've gone from an employee climbing the ladder, doing well for yourself, building up this amazing, vast experience and, and knowledge. And now you're the solopreneur. It's. It's kind of a step up. It's also kind of a step down. It's a weird place to be. It's a weird transition. And you have to battle the employee mindsets. You now have to battle the solo promoter mindset. You need to be the CEO soon, else you're not going to grow. So there's all these different identities and transitions that you need to go through. And I love the way that you blatantly said, yep, the challenge is me. It's, it's absolutely me. You have the resources. Yeah. Or you can find them. Yeah, or so, you can find them. They're out what, there. So what is the biggest challenge with you? What do you find comes up time and time again? Um, Self-doubt. Um, because a little bit about me. So um, to make it to a senior VP of a Fortune 500 company without being degreed, which is me. I have my HSD, high school diploma. And so, so, you know, it's, it's, it's the mindset of you, you, you made it here. How do you walk away? You know what I mean? Uh, why would you walk away? You know, and you, mm-hmm. then you have the, the other people that says, sure, you can make it, but are you sure you really want to go? You know what I mean? So it's the constant battle with yourself. It's the constant battle with the enemy that's within. Let me just say, cause we all have that person. Like, I have all these people in my head, right? I have the custom one. <laughs> I have the business one. I have the one that says, girl, we can't do this. Let's go back and apply for something else, right? So that is like my biggest, all these people, 
yeah, all of, yeah. all of them within me is 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 my biggest thing of the self doubt that that doubting that doubting D that says yeah. you know um, are you sure you know so that's and my how, biggest thing. How's it impact you? I mean, with your again with your vast knowledge from where you've come from, from what you where you've the heights you came from from your your employments to where you are now into the next iteration. How does that impact you on a let's say on a daily basis i think what what impacted me most is because going from a senior executive mindset where i could say hey i need these analytics by the end of the day i i need to know where our customer base is i need to know you know what our client avatar is i need to mm -hmm. know uh, our marketing budget well Usually I had a team that would do all these things, but guess what? As a solo entrepreneur, you are that team when you're mm -hmm. first starting out. So you have to figure out what's, um, do a roadmap, figure out what's important and, and, and what do I tackle first? And that has been the biggest transition for me because I went from executor to working bee to putting on your executive hat to, you know, you know what I mean? It's, it's been that because Who's going to figure out the analytics? You're going to have to figure out. Who's going to figure out your client avatar? You're going to have to figure that out. Luckily, I've been blessed in the marketing business because of, um, of a real good friend of mine who has a marketing business has did that side. But mm. I didn't know social media, you know, all of those other things that I would just divvy out to people to do tasks. Well, you yeah. got to figure out how to do those yourself. So it can be a little overwhelming yeah. for me. Yeah. So it is for you, it's all those tasks. It's that shift from being able to delegate and tell people what to do, or ask them what to do. It's their role. It's their, it's, it's their position in the company to, oh, it's just me. Cool. Now what? So no. one thing you mentioned there, and we did chat about this offline as well, was the control that, you, that you'd like to have. You mentioned here that it was the it was the control. You get to control your day. You get to control this and control that. However, as an entrepreneur, you know we we have all the control and none of the control at the same time. Isn't that chaotic? Yes, yes. And you said that so perfectly. All the control and then none of the control, right? Because what we think that we're in control of, we're really not in control of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the because that that, that is me, um, the the type A personality that um, wants to make sure everything is right. I want to dot, dot my eyes, cross my t you know everything has to be done right. Yeah. And 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 realizing that sometimes you have to let it go. I feel guilty when I take a Sunday to myself. I it's the Ooh. guilt again. That's you know. Um, that fighting yourself again. Tell me about that. Tell me about the guilt. What is that? Oh, the what guilt is it saying? Is the guilt is saying, why are you laying down right now when you know you can call these customers back or such and such sent you an email or sticking to um, your hours, you know, and you get a text message or a phone call or an email and it comes to your darn smartphone, your leash right? It comes to your leash and you're like, and it's not going to take me but five minutes to answer it. I mean, why put it off into Monday when I can answer it now? But as solo entrepreneurs, I want to caution people to understand the boundaries that you're setting up 
mm-hmm. in the beginning with your clients, right? Yeah. If you're too accessible, they're going to take advantage of it, right? So sometimes you do have to let it wait. So it's it's a battle. It's a battle with yourself to say, let it go. It can wait till Monday morning. It's okay. So that part. So with with this with this mob in your head, all the different versions of yourself, is it? Are you still trying to find? Okay, I'm trying to find my balance. Trying to find my my boundaries. I'm trying to find the way I want to work. I'm trying to work out how to shut that version of me up. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it. I haven't figured it out yet. You know, I've been out here long enough to figure it out yet. But yes, that that constant, um, my, which is great with me because my sister is also an entrepreneur and, and she lives with me. We're roommates. So both of us will say, okay, are you battling right now? And she's like, yes, I'm battling right now. And I'm like, okay, me too. And we're like, stay the course. We're going to go get our nails done. We're going to, you know what I mean? But just yeah, yeah. walk away, right? Um, you've so got, yes. You've got, you've got that support mechanism. You've got a like-minded person right next to you going through the same thing. Probably different doubts, different guilts, different fears. Oh, let's talk yes. about that. What fears? Because that guilt doesn't come from, from nowhere. What? What is that fear, the underlying fear that's that's driving it? Have you have you discovered that yet? I think the underlying fear is um, not having that constant guaranteed paycheck mm. every two weeks, right? Because you know when you're working in corporate America, I was on salary, so whether I showed up or stayed at home, my my pay was going to be just the same. But as a solo entrepreneur, you're like. I need to show up. I need to be first. I need to make sure I'm accessible. I need to, because, you know, a tax agent uh, is on every corner, right? So why do you come to me? What makes me different from anybody else? And that's the thing of standing out to make yourself different. But also the fear is having that nest egg, having that, it's only me, you know? So if I don't take care of the customers, who's going to take care of them? You know, and you don't want them to go to another resource, which they can find easily, you know? Oh, so that there is that. Now you're eloquently describing the, the solopreneur, the people pleaser, the mm-hmm. over deliver, um, try and do too much. It's all for them. Correct um, me if I'm wrong here, but that's kind of the, the gist of what we see an awful lot with the solopreneurs. That's the tendency. And it all comes from the right place. I can mm-hmm. serve. I can help. Look at everything that you've learned that you help people with. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's also, I need to provide it for myself. And this is kind of the point. And you've gone from the, I'm going to call it perceived safety of employment. Because most people it can be gone within a month. So there isn't actually any safety. There's perceived safety. But perceived. there isn't actually anywhere. So what's a safer position? Building your own pipeline and resource or hoping that the one given to you won't leave? Mm-hmm. There's a perception. There's a funny thing. Have you, have you thought about that before? Oh, oh, yes. And and I think that was one of the reasons why I definitely stepped out because my last my last position was global chief of staff. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, what, when we find out the perceived safety, like you said, is not there and it can be snatched away from you at any time. 
Mm. Being a solo entrepreneur, you know your business, right? You know how to go get your, your business. I hope so, you know, at this point, you know what your customer base is. So you have to go out there and motivate yourself and just to make sure. And the perceived safety is you make it happen. Right. So no one can take it away from you unless you fail on yourself. And that's that constant, you know, trying to make yourself reassured that it's going to be okay. Because our mindset, I grew up with the mindset of you grow up, you get on a job, you stay on the job and you retire. No one ever taught in my community from where I grew up entrepreneurship. You know, it wasn't that scene. So now it's like you can do this. You know, you can do more than you think you can do. So we as a society, as a people, we have to to believe in ourselves. Go ahead and step out. Beautiful. But have a plan. But I think I think you're also describing there the the programming that we all have, which is here's what you do. You go to work, you go and do this, you go and do this, you conform. All these things come into play where you're trying to break that. And so you are, but you must still have pangs every now and again of the old thoughts, the old emotions, the old moment, or someone lovingly, whether it's family or friends saying, are you sure? Or you're brave because insert my fear, my fear, my fear. Mm-hmm. And you start to be like, oh yeah, I, I kind of feel that too as well, but I, I don't want to admit it. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a journey, isn't it? It's, it's a constant journey. Um, Cause I've thought about it. I, I would, not be honest if I wouldn't tell you that I've thought about it a couple of times, you know, when my, my checking account kind of got a little low and I'm like, well, you can just go contract. You know what I mean? You have a a clean record. You've been at this company for 23 years. People will pay you easily six figures. Go ahead and get a contract job. And then my other side and, and my support system, which is great because I have a circle of entrepreneurs, just not the one that lives with me, but like five strong ones that we're always um, going back and forth and encouraging each other. But yes, that, you know, that constant, you know, uh, or people say, if anybody can do it, it, it's you. And you're like, yeah, but I'm struggling. <laughs> and that's it it's okay to admit that it's actually beautiful to be able to say that and be like yeah can we just be honest fucking tough i'm struggling okay let me work out how to get through this it might be a new a new perception it might be a new tactic it might be just a damn good conversation who knows what it might be right but it's okay to admit that if this this journey is tough, but this journey is tough. That's why most people quit. That's why most people won't do it because it is a really hard place to go. It is also beautiful, but that endless searching—that I think is one of the the biggest, I think, shames to be yeah. always searching for what else, what else. And you've taken the plunge and like, you know what? Damn it. I'm all in. I have faith. I have trust. Yep. You have doubt. You have guilt. You have overwhelm. You have control challenges. However, look at me. I'm still making it work. That's part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Where, where's your focus going forward? What are, you, what are you really excited about over the next, whether it's a month, six months, three years, whatever it might be, where's, what are you really excited about next? 
Well, next I am excited about, so I, I decided to build my company in two different ways. First of all, focusing on what I knew best was the tax side the taxes, individual and small business taxes. So now um, next I'm focusing on my bookkeeping, but I'm really excited for the tax season to end because I just want to do a look back. I want to see what I did wrong, what I did right. Did I price myself accordingly? That is one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs um, um, have the, the challenge of pricing. You know, am I overpricing myself? Am I underpricing myself for the industry? You know, uh, what was my clientele? What was the biggest issue? Was there something I can do better? Um, do I need to maybe um, streamline some processes? You know, so I'm, you know, going back to my corporate hat, I'm kind of excited to, to see where I've begun because I keep track of it and it's been great. Um, but I just want to see everything, you know, just take a take a step back. And, and, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a step away just to clear my head for a minute and then just go through all of the analytics and really deep dive and see, you know, how my company can expand and what can I do better? Because mm. my public speaking is and mentorship is very important. So I want to self-analyze and then decide where do I need to help? Where I need help? Where, where can I let go? Um, yeah. and not be so in control of every situation or yeah, perceived that, control. That, that, <laughs> there we are. Yes. That perceived control, that letting go. And who's the, who's the first person to bring on? Where is that? What's going to best serve not only your clients, not only your business, but you, what's going to best serve you and could it be scary? Yeah. Be well, scary. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah. As if it's not already scary enough, right? As if it's not <laughs> scary enough. But it is exciting, you know, and, 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 you know, the financial, because I'm so financially driven, you know, I, I tell people I haven't missed a meal or a bill. So it, it might've gotten scary at one point, but it's okay. It is definitely okay. Nice. Love that. Beautiful. Well, I hope your message, your story, your sharing so vulnerable, really, oh my gosh, it helps other people to see all these things. So, hey, thank you so, so much for sharing. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on. I mean, it's been great because I want people to know that we're human. Let the voices in your head, you know, they're going to be there. Find you somebody can help you get through it. And it's okay. We're in this together, right? Beautiful. Each one, right. teach one, reach one. So, Deneen, if people want to reach out to you, find out what you do, where can they find you online? Okay. Um, my website is dwconsultingagency.com. I am also on all social media platforms, um, but my website is the best way to reach me. I have Calendarly. You can book on my calendar. And then you can also see my speaking engagements and things that I have, workshops that I have coming up for the community. Uh, my goal is to definitely... Um, get out and do more programs with entrepreneurs who are struggling, trying to figure out their finances so we can do it together. I help you, you help me. We do it awesome. together. Love that. Well, again, thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing with us today. All right. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, 
we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.